Right. Yes. I want to hear one nice thing you have to say about Degrassi okay. TNG. Not the series as a whole, but that Understood. one sub Understood. All right. Well, thing about it? I don't even have to think about it. I think one of the best things about the show is that it it portrayed teenagers, actual teenagers, playing teenagers. So they unlike, weren't, you know, they weren't 25-year-olds pretending to be it's kids. It's true, right. I mean, you know, you watch any of the yeah. uh, any of the shows produced by America, and you're a, a fine country with a great pop culture product, <laughs> but you're not so good with the with the actual ages of things. I we just watched Monster Trucks in January. Did you see that? You got a kid? Did you watch I did it? not. Loved it. It's it was more fun than it should have been for I a movie agree. that lost two hundred million dollars. <laughs> but agree. the teenagers are twenty seven. And she's kind of hot, and it's really weird because she's playing a 15-year-old, and it's very uncomfortable. But she is a 27-year-old That's right. in real life, but in the movie, she's still on a school bus. How long into the movie did you Google that? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm serious. Because after, if you were like... After. The whole time I was like, nope, she's a high schooler. We're not even going to think right. about it. Yeah, but you never, you thought, is she? Yeah. And then you Googled it? I mean, it, it, yes, I don't know which yes. part of you thought it, right? Because there's the... <laughs> I don't like how quickly you figured that out. All right. Um, my major compliment for for it, because I'd never seen the show before, though, okay. um, is that we watched in the pilot of TNG, it was the two-part pilot, um, the kids figure out that one of their friends has been kidnapped um, by an internet sex criminal. And they're like, we got to stop him. And then they, they don't have a car, so they just have to run. And I just liked that enthusiasm for saving a friend where you're like, because I'm not going to run. Uh, it takes like right now. I'd be like, I should go. I'll get an Uber. We'll call the police. Somebody will take care of this. And they just sprint, and it's a ways away to get to the hotel from their suburb. They just run, and I, I just liked that in enthusiasm and that energy that kids have, and that was my favorite thing about it was just seeing them run. Hmm. <laughs> Sometimes the compliments are, are small. <laughs> uh, Chad Daniels, what's your major compliment? My major compliment is their use of uh, birthdays in the second of the two-part series. Mm-hmm. Or the two-part uh, opener, whatever yeah, it was. The pilot, yeah. uh, this woman's birthday is uh, March second, and that's my birthday. <laughs> so oh, I thought that uh, just the fact that they know what birthdays to use, <laughs> and that they're using um, what sign? Now, what I, sign is that? I, it's Pisces. Pi- well, that they, is such a Pisces thing that. to say. I mentioned <laughs> that in the thing. So they say. So here's what they say. Um, Hey, you were born March second, nineteen seventy-two, which would make her forty-five mm-hmm. in real life. Right, and uh, but she's as in, sexy as a, in the as a series, thirty-five-year-old. Uh, then later on in that episode, she mentions she's thirty. So either, <laughs> either they're not good at math. Right. This yeah. is an old series, or your claim that only America uses weird ages. I see. Yeah. Right. Well, it's metric for one. <laughs> so, and with the conversion, it's only seventy-five. <laughs> Sense on the on the year. Were you at the show in Port Credit when I said? So I have a joke. My son, I found a ruler in the sink in my son's bathroom. Right. And so I talk about this, and just to be like a typical douche dad, I go. He said he was doing math, and I said, "Was the answer four, five, or six? And in Port Credit, <laughs> no one laughed even a little bit, and that's fine. That's true of everything. In but Port then Credit. I said, "It's true." But then I said, "Why didn't I go?" That's not funny to anyone in here. I go, "Isn't that like a like? Aren't those numbers funny?" And then this lady goes, we're metric up here. And then I was like, but wouldn't that... It'd be even smaller. Even, yeah. It makes it smaller and fu- funnier, I guess, in the, the douche-like dad way I was trying to make it. Maybe they, so I was so yeah. confused by that. Yeah. It is... The conversions are weird. It does... I mean, being on the other side of it, like when they say... Like when my Google said, turn right in 500 kilometers, I just 
give up. I have no <laughs> idea what that means. Well, that's a long... First of all, it would never tell you to Sorry, turn... Sorry, 500 meters. See, I just... It's like... 500 kilometers. It just feels like... So eight hours from now, <laughs> you were really going to have to pay attention. See, I... It's just... It, it just... Even that, I could have known that. And I know that that was a dumb thing afterwards once she made fun of me. But in the moment, right. it just sounds like nothing. And so I think they just tune out when they're like, no, he's talking about numbers that don't mean anything. You know what? I That's... think it wasn't because we were all in poor credit. Mm-hmm. I think they were actively trying not to enjoy anything. <laughs> it must be the mantra of that, the town. That is interesting. But then a woman afterwards came up and gave me a hug and said, I don't know if you could hear me, but I was laughing very hard the whole time. And I was like, well, I couldn't, and that's why I was reacting. I, was reacting. I think each of us had one person. Right? And you know the when you, that thing that people say, if I could make just one person laugh, I think that's what happens in poor credit. Is it going to sound really sad if I say no one was my person? I didn't have the one sad at all. Because you left right after your sets because you were so angry. Yes, that must be what it is. It's also not true, but you're adorable for thinking. You know what? If you you think uh, Trump is a piece of shit for bringing uh, a cheering section with him to his press conferences, then you've never worked pork credit. (laughs) Because I considered hiring three people, putting them in different corners, and just going, clap when I take a breath. Make Chad great again. Whenever. (laughs) (laughs) All right, good. Good afternoon, Meetsus. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We're a good podcast about classic Canadian teenagers' television shows. Always have been, always will be. Uh, I'm your host, Alex Falcone. You can follow me on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. And I have a small but very cool panel with me today. Uh, first up, she's on Twitter at L to the V. Yes. E-L to the V-E-E. Right. L to the V. <laughs> when, you, when you say it that way, I instantly regret it. It's so hard to say Twitter <laughs> handles out loud, but it's Elvira Kurt, everybody. Hello. Thanks for being here. Oh, thanks for having me. And we have a cool surprise with you that we're going to talk about in a little bit. Right. Um, and also mm. joining us today, he is great again. He's at Chad Daniels 34 on Twitter. Please welcome Mr. Chad Daniels. And you could also use the uh, the left um, argument that, uh, well, maybe I was never great. Or, mm. or we're just making you racist again and confusing that word with great. Mm. Oh, boy. Wow. <laughs> Uh, now I'm just yep, that sad. didn't go well. All right, <laughs> so this is episode number 381. Wow. I know. We have that's a lot. You think you'd have got it in down by now. <laughs> you, think, you think we would have been asked before this. Right, that's right. That's a little. I, you were never, 81st is the charm. You were never achievable <laughs> until now. I had to get you guys when you were bored in a hotel <laughs> in Ontario. Uh, so this we've now done as many episodes as the number of grams of codeine that Vince Wilfrick's son was caught with back in December. Great, interesting. You didn't wow. know meters, but grams of codeine. I, you got that the, the straight from the internet. But uh, it was just a routine traffic stop, and his and according to the article from TMZ, his 2011 Kia was pulled over, which feels like TMZ is just being mean when they also yeah. mention it's TMZ. <laughs> Well done, sir. Thank you. Well, I didn't want to say I would have apologized at I said it. Sorry. 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 Which is, uh, I just thought the whole thing was kind of brutal. Anyway, um, and he probably just had a bad cough. But uh, speaking of kids finding themselves in teachable moments, this week we're talking about Degrassi, the next generation, um, which is about kids from Degrassi Junior High joining Captain Jean-Luc Picard aboard the USS Enterprise in the 24th century, I believe. (laughs) 
That's a TNG joke. The fourth, this is the fourth in the Degrassi franchise, uh, came after Degrassi High and before Degrassi The Next Class, which just started this year on Netflix. So this is all still happening. That's right. Hmm. Isn't that crazy? Um, and the reason we're talking about this, so uh, the three of us are at a comedy festival in Ontario. One of us is Canadian. The other two of us were just watching this for the very first time. But I wanted to do something that sort of felt like uh, genuinely Canadian. Right. Um, but also not. Um, the movie Canadian Bacon, and so I was trying to think of anything. Wow, that was the so you you didn't did you not know about the show beforehand? I knew that Drake was on a show, and that, I thought really? it was Seventh Heaven, and it wasn't. Wow, it was you see, so you had no idea, Chad. You either no clue that this I'd show. Heard of this. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I, mean, again, I, I have a, I have a seventeen yeah, year old son, yeah. and yeah. Uh, I was aware it existed, but I didn't, I didn't know anything about it, and right. I. I didn't realize that it was as big in America as it actually was. Cause right. Was, was well, yeah, big, Kevin yeah. Smith, I mean, when he became uh, announced that he was a huge fan, I thought it had this huge reach. Oh, I didn't know that. This is a thing Kevin Smith I liked. also think that we are, obviously I missed it more than you, but it wasn't our generation show. No, for, I mean, from watching this one, yeah, right. it feels like it was not our generation. No, I wasn't of the, the next right. generation, but I was of the original. Actually, I was... Uh, too old for the first generation. I'm 55, yeah. guys. I was. Are you, are you serious? Yeah. Oh shit. Jeez. I'm not even. No. Right. It's the vag. That's what you pointed your face so when young. you said that. I what? What? <laughs> <laughs> you said it's the vag, and you pointed at your whole face. It's that's what I'm just telling you. That's you, what that's you, what keeps me looking do you so put it, young. Okay, it doesn't matter. I didn't mean it that way. Uh, that's what I'm saying. So, if you guys uh, at home, if you have a topic that you want us to examine this uh, authentic Hold on, country. I should look younger. <laughs> that's not fair. I don't think that's what it is. <laughs> I just started thinking. I was like, that's I should right. look younger than exactly, two. Exactly, right? That's You're weird. into it, yeah. I look so, older. I don't that know. Might, yeah, that might have been a lie. I don't know what it... No, it, I don't know. I, I. It's the right answer, guys. That's the reaction I want. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, but um, I, I, I that's I can't change. I can't alter the facts. So I did not grow up with. I was already much older right. when the original iteration of Degrassi, which was just the kids of Degrassi Street. And f- fun fact: right. I live maybe five minutes from Degrassi Street. There is a street in Toronto. Is it like a pilgrimage street been. now? Do people go there no. to? No, no okay. but I think it's just. Hey, I wonder if this is there a high school on the street to do with it. No, but the the kids of Degrassi. I think the the woman who came up with the idea for the show was like, well, this street is very as kids of all different types and varieties and ethnicities, and, and they're constantly going through drama. There's a lot right. of drama on that That's street. <laughs> I don't know what kind of high school you guys went to, but the I, days went by where no one had a major life crisis the way these kids do. Just every day, something. It's true. Someone's getting kidnapped. Someone's getting shot. It's a big, there's a lot going on. I know. Well, don't you think about that with these shows that are focused around these cliffhanger type mysteries? It's like, why are they still there? You know, the (laughs) Buffy, right? Like every, there's a lot of murder and death every day. And these guys just bounce back. It was, but the fascinating thing was they would just keep going, right? So someone was kidnapped from the internet. That person was saved. They're back at school the next day. And then it's someone else's turn. Right. Someone else's pregnant. Yeah, it's very, it's very odd. There's no, no one person could gain momentum <laughs> with life struggles. Right. Always, someone's but always being held back. on the other side, there were no mean girls because no one had any time That's between the so drug busy. addiction. I and saw a mean girl. There was a, there was a mean girl. There was the girl who read, who announced to the whole school that yes. these, this couple was pregnant. Although it's I, sort of on them for bringing a baby name book to the lunchroom. That, <laughs> That's true. I feel like you're not trying to keep this a secret. You want to get caught. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait till this 
works its way into my personal life. When my daughter's like, I just lost a 250-day streak on Snapchat, I'm going to be like, Manuela is pregnant, Olivia, and doesn't know what to do. People have real issues here. Please, Degrassi it now. So if, if you don't, if those listening at home, if you don't know the show, I'm going to give you some quick su- summaries of what, we talked, what we're talking about today. So here's the uh, IMDb uh, summary written by Devil underscore 731. You guys familiar with his work? Uh, yeah, yeah. Followed him he's one of my top five devil he's a pisces i never miss this <laughs> uh the next generation of students at degrassi are here uh the next generation takes place 14 years after the cult hit show degrassi junior high as students continue to deal with the obstacles of being a teenager from issues like relationship problems homosexuality and bullying to more darker issues like rape school shooting and death that's a gnarly set yeah. of descriptions for what's going on here, but not untrue. It's very exciting. And more darker's wrong. Yes. Those ones. <laughs> I'm, I'm teasing. I'm not that person, I promise you. Well, the reason I'm why I read uh, people who have summarized it on IMDb is so that you can make fun of them and feel fine. If I had to write the summary, I would mess up. You'd make fun of me. It'd be much harder on me emotionally. Mm-hmm. So this is, you can say whatever you want about devil underscore 730. <laughs> Degrassi, the next generation, plunges into the world of what this generation is really going through. Which heavy. That's heavy, man. It's very possible. Word. So we so specifically for the show, Chad and I watched you've already seen most of this, or you're familiar with this show in general. Sure. So but the yeah. ones that we're talking about specifically today are the pilot, part one and two, mother and child reunion, where apparently a bunch of adults I'm supposed to recognize are back and hanging out. That they were the, they were in the very first iteration. That's right now I, they're the parents. That's what I figured. Right. Um, and they're so bad at parenting. <laughs> They're, well, because they went through hell. They're child but actors, so they had a tough no life. No one cares. Here's here's <laughs> the thing. I'm glad. I was just when I, after I watched the first one, I was like, this look, this feels to me like they saw the episode of Saved by the Bell where Jesse Spano gets caught with drugs for home, helping her with homework. Yeah, yeah. And they decided to make an entire series of that just series, that episode. Right? Yeah. And it's like I can only watch one of these. I'm not, all of a sudden I'm not feeling well. It is, yeah, it was on, the first two especially were very, the, those, season one, one and two are both really uncomfortable, and four, 11, 12, which we watched are both really uncomfortable. But then I watched, and I'm glad. Yeah? Because in the first episode of that two-part opener, the the little girl, the mm-hmm. mom is in there and they're going through her emails, mm-hmm. and she says, uh, well, at least I'm not having sex. And that's like, then the mom just goes, whatever, and like walks out of the room. <laughs> it's like, what a perfect <laughs> moment to parent. <laughs> You've just been invited in to talk about sex with your daughter. And she's like, catch you later. <laughs> and then on the second episode, she goes, uh, she's like leaving for the reunion. And she goes to her daughter, I'm finally going to get to have that prom I never had. And then it was like, oh, it yeah. all makes sense right. now. Yeah. You're still trying to live in high school and you don't care if your daughter's right. having and sex. You went, and remember, they went to Degrassi as well. So they went through this everything is important all the time issues kind of high school right now that they're adults they're like i don't have time to deal with your shit kids i have my own right i was a single mother once why didn't you watch here and the the way they should parent is sit down and watch what i went through (laughs) (laughs) so they do so that's the first episode the first two episodes so it's the parents are getting back together and also emma meets a guy online who turns out to be a hacker stalker who um adult who's trying to do um hotel room things to her and in his defense and this is going to sound a little crazy it's he weird did, for you to be so quick he to did defend him. buy pizza 
Like he brought pizza up there. <laughs> he still, did. still wrong. Yes, yes, correct. <laughs> but I guess to our younger listeners, yes, a bit no, less still wrong. wrong. Less wrong. I don't know. Although uh, here I am, I'm a grown woman. I'm in a room with two men, essentially strangers. Yes, and I brought you into a hotel room. <laughs> I brought no pizza. pizza. <laughs> <laughs> No, you did bring beer though, which was. I brought the beer. Which so is Jordan. I'm the one. So in this scenario, I have brought you here, and you're the only one drinking. So it's like you were like you brought four beers, and you're like, guys, whatever you do, I'm going to be wasted this whole time. Uh, right. This is a real test. I don't know you guys, so let me just get four beers. And, and what's how. great about this hotel is when you open Tell your us. You, when you open <laughs> yes. your fourth beer, it'll still be ice cold. <laughs> It's true. So it's very similar to the venue we played. <laughs> That's always so cold. This whole, this whole part of the country is on I closed the door two minutes into the show. I was like, if we don't close that front door, I'm going to have to do half <laughs> yeah. my time. It was so cold. Uh, we also watched 3.14 and 15, okay. which is a two-part episode called Accidents Will Happen, where uh, Manny... This is the description on IMDb. Manny falls flat at her gymnast- gymnastics meet because she felt nauseous. When her sickness doesn't go away, she begins to worry it may be something more than the flu. Right. It's as, a baby. As you do. It's yeah. a baby. Little foreshadowing. Sure. There's a baby crying at the de- gymnastics. It's not. Meeting. I mean, it's the worst. Okay, that episode. You referred to them as like mysteries. I think right. this was the worst detective. She Manny was a terrible detective because everywhere she goes for the, the episode, there's a baby crying everywhere. Mm-hmm. She as soon as she's pregnant, it's just it's like uh, the whole world becomes babies. And there's like there's baby changing stations everywhere she goes. People are talking about. It. There's just constant. She okay. So first she. Just like, I feel sick every morning. And everyone's like, that's normal. And then she's like, I haven't had my period in forever. And they're like, that's probably fine. Like, they just, she just keeps getting hammered over the head. And then, and then babies everywhere. It's just a really bad detective How story. How can you yeah. tell if a boy wears a condom? That was a question <laughs> yeah, she asked her friend. And her friend was like, what's that now? <laughs> just how, You're pregnant. How can you not tell? Yeah. Right. There's... And then the, we also watched for uh, season four, <laughs> 11 and 12. Sorry, I, I, I heard myself say, right. Like, I know what I'm talking about. The lesbians, like, I kind of want to know the answer to that question. Can you tell? I don't know. Normally, I'm the sorry. lights are on and you're okay. looking at each I other. Have no and, idea. and especially because this was his, right. like an early time for him, okay. it takes you about 15 minutes to get the package open and get Good it on. To know. So okay. you. You know, not, I don't, I mean, inside, well, but like the whole okay. process is very difficult. Well, I've heard uh, from women that you can you can tell a difference. I've, I've heard both sides. La, 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 la. Okay, so. But you would know say, because he would so have opened a box. He would have fumbled with a package. Okay. He would have turned it on. He would have been like, oh, this is inside he out. He doesn't have moves Throw it yet. away. Get another one right. out. I see. Okay. It's a process. Right. That's okay. Reassuring as the uh, mother of an 11-year-old. We also watch for 11 and 12, Voices Carry, which is two part episodes episode where um craig is suffering from mood swings and ashley seems to be the one who can help ashley's dad is planning to get married Mm -hmm. and the great thing about that Mm -hmm. do you know who married them (laughs) do you know who ashley's dad married him to another person Hmm. elvira i was i I portrayed the officiant she was the officiant at that that wedding episode you were in this show i was in the show maybe i should have said that at the top so people didn't turn it off because this is a big deal but i said it would be a surprise (laughs) later so is literally no one listening right now i mean there are there are definitely people listening to this right now my dad listens to most of the episodes tens of elevens (laughs) of people (laughs) uh i don't know i hate i hate when shows uh, pretend that they're smaller than they are and like no one's listening tens of listeners because then the people listening feel bad like you must be making a mistake don't want to make definitely people that. people but listen and enjoy would, this show but if they were reading the 
a summary of the show and it was Degrassi. They'd yeah. be in the States. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't, I don't know. know. Some people show. are very excited. Anyway, I should have just, I should should have led with this. It's really cool. You were in the can, show. You can, well, you can splice it. You can edit. Right? I could, and I could put that up front. I could put it in the description. <laughs> you, you were, you were in the show. And what's, what's even more cool about that to me is that right. I asked you to do this, not knowing that that was a surprise. I was like, do you know anything about Degrassi the next generation? And, and you played it super to, cool. You're right. like, I know a little bit. Right. I didn't know what to say, you know, because it's such a small role. It wasn't a recurring character. It was just, there was a gay wedding. And I, uh, the person who wrote that episode is someone that I knew from back in the day. And he knew that I was a performer. So he, he reached out. He said, would you do this? I'm like, would I be part of you were, and it, was, it was great. I, I feel like, have it. you done, have you officiated real weddings? No, but I could. You'd I mean, be how great hard at is it? it? You were so fun. Right. Well, I know, I was really I've seen good. people mess it up. And one of the hardest things, I've officiated a wedding, and the hardest well, part is not... Takes. Well, on, on a show, that's true. I meant in real life. You don't get to redo the wedding if you make right. it. There is a, a photo of me making a really bad face during the ceremony, and I was <laughs> trying to look like important and serious, and right. instead I looked like I was really disappointed in the two people. Yeah. So you got to be very careful with your face when you're performing a wedding. Right. Were you disappointed with the two people? At the time, Are no. those one of the 11 listeners? <laughs> <laughs> One of them, very possibly. The other, okay. they're they're not together anymore. So I did. So not, you were disappointed, and rightfully so. No, at the time I was really proud, and then it turns out I didn't do a good enough job, so the whole thing didn't stay. I don't think that's how it works. You don't think? Uh uh-uh. uh No. Mm-mm. I could have used you a few years ago when this was <laughs> really right. hard for me. Oh, he's having a hard time. <laughs> so you think that the wedding day killed the marriage? <laughs> I mean, it was, right? Wow, that's it's a kind really, of a short marriage. Really think Holy a lot of yourself. Crap, Trumpy. I think there were other things going on. I agree with Chad. There was, if that's what you're saying. It was yes. short enough that that was one of the better days that they probably had. Uh, well, not with your disappointed face. Exactly, or it would have been. It could have been, yeah. and it wasn't. Right. I feel like that guy looks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so, so I did. So, the, and for me, the if you want some insider background info, absolutely. Uh, I was, uh, I was given the lines, and then you know, sort of, I felt. Uh, in my position at that time, uh, as uh, so I was gay famous in Toronto, so can you imagine how gamish I thought of myself? Uh, and and the you know the cameras were on and they were shooting from different angles, and I felt like it was really kind of about me <laughs> until the until you see the finished product, and it's this poor character who is clearly bipolar. Yeah. He's pre-diagnosed, and so that's really what it's about. And so his script, which was different from mine, because mine <laughs> just had the four lines that end with, do you, and I pronounce you, husband and you, you, So husband. you assumed that the recurring characters on the show who were at the wedding were less important than the right, one-off Right, so officiant? the one guy who, you know, in his, he was in this middle of this manic swing, was very fidgety, and I was like, why is this kid... <laughs> Come on, Ham! Stop trying to steal right? the scene. Like, dude, give me. It's I. I have one job. Just sit still, and then I'll be back to you. <laughs> and really, it was really about him, and well, it was a sad thing he was going through. So I was just. But you did. You did. Get, you did get to be. I. I do think you'd be a good efficient at a, at a real wedding. You were enthusiastic. You seemed proud of them. Right. Instead of disappointed. Well, as I think that's very important. Yeah. As if you're important. if you're if you're coming to a gay wedding and you're being asked to support them, I think that it's a good it's good role modeling. So I think I could do that, but I'm not religious. So that part was would have that that was acting. <laughs> I mean, you didn't say anything religious in that wedding. It was, no, very, it was just it was like love is good. Be, well, People because like at love. the time there was no uh, gay marriage wasn't legalized, so you know it was like 
sure, get married doesn't mean anything. Right. So, like, the stakes are low. You can right. do this as many times as you want. Sure. We could do some yeah. takes if Jesus this doesn't go Jesus loves you. It does that, is that important <laughs> for you? Because he doesn't. You see, and you didn't know anything about, because this is a two-parter, too, and you're only in the second part. So you didn't see all of, you didn't see him trash a hotel. You didn't get to see any of those fun scenes. Well, because that would have just been in the can. Yeah. In in the vernacular television. Yeah. Yeah, no. Okay. (laughs) So I wouldn't have known what was happening. I literally, that that kid bouncing around was, wow, is anyone going to talk to him without realizing? I actually audition like you um, act when you have the part. Like, I've never read an entire script to figure out what's going right. on. <laughs> and I've never been on uh, in a show. Yeah. Uh, so that made me laugh just thinking, like, you were like, nope, I have four lines. <laughs> right? I'm not reading any other lines. Nope, that's it. <laughs> Kid, I to- sit down. Right? I, the little bit of TV I've done, they don't Getting let you see laugh. the rest of those pages necessarily. Right. They right. don't want it's a, you to get... It's very much a need-to-know basis. Yeah. And really, that should indicate to you your importance to right. the production. How many pages but you need to know? It's amazing how it went the opposite for me. Yeah. I have these four lines. I'm going to make a meal out of it. It's obviously I mean, all about like me. It sounds like a good actor's They wouldn't skill. have asked me <laughs> if they didn't want it to be all about me. Otherwise, they could have asked anybody. And they literally could have asked anybody. I'm lucky that I, I can say that I was on Degrassi. I really thought the first two episodes were very awkward for me. And then this, the last two that we watched were really pretty awkward. The bipolar episodes were right. really difficult to watch for me. But the middle ones where she was pregnant, I thought were just hilarious. Yeah. Did you find those to be more fun, Chad? Yeah, it was kind of interesting where um, just the gymnastics meet. Yeah. Where, yeah. Uh, she's, she's like the center of what's going on. Yeah. Right. The judges have just de- disqualified Degrassi high. Yeah. yeah. She real runs, fast too. She falls she, off the beat yeah. and they're like, Degrassi's out. She runs out of the room and no one in the crowd looks at her. <laughs> they're just straightforward. Like, all right, over here guys, just keep your eyes, keep your gaze here, please. Thank you. That's, that was a little bananas to me. It was so weird, but it, and it felt, that felt sillier to me. Cause it was like, I was like, this is going to work out. She's, gonna have this baby or not and they'll be fine with it. but like right. the 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 child molester one was a lot of drama comparatively sure. and then the and the bipolar one was just him making bad decisions over and over and over again and i can see my friends do make bad decisions in real life i don't yeah, need to watch I tv mean, I for thought that, that guy was, i thought he was really good i thought that that yeah. my voice is carrie i thought everyone really ha- you know had their characters down and, and you're right there's there is there are the things that if you watch it as an adult looking for a certain standard that we have become accustomed to or that our expectations. But if I was sitting there with my, with my daughter, she'd be so, she'd, she wouldn't notice the things we were noticing. And instead she'd be so into the drama of the thing and it would be so relatable. One, 100% agree with you. But when I watched this, (laughs) I wasn't watching it from a teenage standpoint to try to find that. I was watching it because we're going to talk about it on a podcast. Did you have a drama like this you watched when you were this age? Did you have a teen drama you watched? Yeah. I I mean, I would say Saved by the Bell, but that was more goofy. But then they try to sneak in a lesson at the end. Yeah. Yeah, The very special episodes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Even just like, don't put Screech in a locker or whatever. Right. (laughs) Bullying's bad. And then that—that's the bullshit. But it's right. so funny when Screech is in a locker that the message doesn't really get across. It's You're like, true. It's and when you want to put him in a lock, he was just an annoying person. But then to find out later that he stabbed a guy. Yeah. Did Screech uh, stab a guy? Then you think like maybe we shouldn't have put him in a locker. Like then you really start to now you see <laughs> this is on us. What happens? So it's right. like 
20 was that years a, later. Was that a very special episode later where he... No, he stabbed a person in real life. In re- oh, a real person? Yeah. God, I didn't know and that. And fun fact, like I, I could just sit here and, and have this yeah. conversation on this level, but it, we're, that's Dustin Diamond, yes, right? That's his is. actual name. And I, so I had a... a, a just, just quickly, I'm yeah, so sorry. Go, no, I just go. want to say allegedly. Sure. Oh, you yeah. don't have... It does, right. I've been... I've been uh, I've been sued before, so allegedly. <laughs> he oh, I want to know more about this. Now. When I, by the way, when I was telling you before that people really are listening, I meant Dustin Diamond is really listening. He's our big one, so it's very important. And <laughs> his and his people. Yeah, they play this over the PA at the prison. <laughs> it's mostly just allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. I want to know why you're sued, Chad. And also, <laughs> yeah, what a great aside. In, in Canada, in Canadian pop culture. Um, I would say so, I guess 11 years ago, because my daughter was 11, I had a, a for um, 78 episodes, I, I hosted a television show called Pop Cultured. Right. And one of the guests was Dustin Diamond. So the job was get people on the show that you can talk to. And he uh, agreed to be on the show, but only if we plugged the dental work of a Canadian dentist because that would be the only way that he wouldn't have to pay for what? the dental work. So maybe, <laughs> maybe that was that was somehow related to the stabbing. Yes. I, this is oh now. Oh my god! This is now my favorite Dustin Diamond fact above the fact that he allegedly stabbed somebody. Well, I'm thinking that it's somehow interrelated. Was he, it? Was it? Was it? A, did the altercation, the alleged incident, did it happen? At a dentist's office. It didn't happen in Wisconsin. And he stabbed him with a pen knife, allegedly. In and the, then the in guy the ended teeth? up dying from complications. Jesus. Yeah. So this it's is less this funny. Is okay, so yeah. Right. So there's a... The, we're, this could I don't be an episode of, of Degrassi. It, yeah. <laughs> it truly could. Well, there is... Have, didn't, have you what? watched any more episodes? I don't want to give anything away, I, guys. If, Spoiler alert. What if we brought your character back f- to give last rites to the guy he stabbed? <laughs> I would do it. I would <laughs> But totally not religious, because she's not it. actually ordained. No. So she'd be like, guys, right. rites are important. Last rites are as the final a, ones. As a Mooney. <laughs> the, uh, uh, so there, somebody gets shot in the fourth season, which I, we, I chose not to watch, because I thought it would not be hilarious. Mm-hmm. And I do know that... Um, Drake uh, moves from being a standing person to a mostly sitting right. person, he's and I assume the, he's the one who got shot, but that could be someone else. Sp- I, do you want me to yes. give the yeah? The show came out in correct. the '90s. It's been a while. People should know. It's a long time ago. I and feel. Drake turned out fine. I have to think over ten thousand people have made this joke, but started from Degrassi. Now we're here. Yeah, I'm sure that's a meme. Ten thousand. Ten thousand people have memed that already. Absolutely, he did. What I love is that he started making mixtapes while he was on the show. He did right. So it was clearly it was passion. It's one of the. I do sure. actually kind of like that that they let the actors whatever they were interested in. Like maybe they let that influence their characters and such, or I, vice versa. I that I don't know about. I, I what I appreciate is that you brought a lot of your in. hobbies in. So sorry. Well, I was on set and I did. I didn't have time to make a mixtape, but I, <laughs> I had time to play one. Sure. So you listening to mixtapes is the thing was, you like. There was some scritty politi I remember from back in the days. Since, since you did a, a Canadian Actually, pop culture show, can sure. I ask you a couple of Canadian questions uh, that ask, I was were raised uh, for this for the show? Are they all Drake related? Because I'm a huge fan. Are they? Are you? Um, can did, I help answer? Yes, you certainly can. Please. You're from northern Minnesota, so you're like you know you Pretty hear much. things. Honor it's it's southern Manitoba. That's right. right. So this was uh, big for kids 
here? Like everybody here knows this? Yes. Is that, a, is that one of your Canadian questions? Just, Everyone uh, in Canada knows Degrassi. You okay. learn how to skate, you know about Degrassi. Um, so this actually, maybe this is not actually as much Canadian. This is more about child, because we were talking about this, children, which we were talking about a second ago. But like, do kids like this level of intensity? Because I definitely wouldn't have. This feels too intense for me. Right. This is someone who doesn't have children. Obviously, kids. Yeah. That's all kids are is really? intense. Well, and I look to Chad, who's got kids who are older than mine. Yes. Um, all right. Canadian questions. Do people in Toronto hate everybody in L.A. as much as the show suggested? I know that's pretty universal, but there was uh, some real strong I, anti-LA I've vibes. Never in heard this. So really, no, truly, no. I think I think it's no. People definitely a lot of people from other places hate LA too. But I was just I thought it was funny that even yeah, that would be weird. The, the guy from LA shows up and right. is like, "So where are the Eskimos at?" Which I assume and is everybody a, knows that that's not right. Yes. Not, I mean, not everybody, but that, I think that's what they're poking at. They're like, oh, Americans yeah, come yeah, up exactly. there. Right, and I like, think that that idiot. would be American. So are you saying, do, are Canadians, are we bugged by Americans? Yes. LA? No. I would People say here have been, so far, have been very nice to me. That w- Because we're, we're um, considered polite, but I think we're just passive aggressive. Like, to sure. your face, and then yeah. you walk past, right? We're like, no, after you. There's a definite arrogance here. Right. Oh, is, yes. Well, you must have noticed it when you purchase anything because in america people fall all over themselves too thank you thank you mm-hmm. nobody says that here nobody uh-huh. if you buy something nobody's like thanking you for oh i've i, I think i found those interactions pretty pretty oh. much the same but oh, i'm so saying it's like I it's think, a hate crime I think when, <laughs> they hate gay people still when i go to you know vancouver calgary especially in my in my opinion calgary is the butthole of the planet i don't like it i think it's i think it is uh old the oil money is gone but the oil attitudes have remained and i think there's other places like that but i have not but you add the anti-american kind of thing when i go on stage and uh and that's the thing like i've never seen a crowd boo like my friend ian when he gets He's like, oh, he's from Canada. Nobody ever boos Canada. No. But you come up here and he's like, oh, he's from the States. And people are like, oh, God damn it. Huh. I've had huh. that happen. Yeah. So, oh. and you know what? I will say this. They're not wrong. We've earned it. Yeah. But it's, but I just want to be like, it's just not all of us. I, yeah. wish, I wish you knew that. Hashtag. Not all Americans. Not all Chad. Not all Chads. Uh... Mostly Chad's because I've heard three Canadian, <laughs> I've heard three Canadian comics this tour do jokes about white guys, and they've all used the all name Chad. The name they're all Chad's. Chad's. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you... they're all just thinking of you. <laughs> that can't be right, can it? <laughs> all right. Um, schools here, uh, do they have all have gymnastics teams? I would say. I mean, I've it's never no, seen it's a no Friday night team. lights, but uh, I, I would say gymnastics. Are you saying that American schools don't have gymnastics? Not, and yet, not one that I've Mary seen. Mary Lou Retton, all I can think of when I think of famous gymnasts, they're all American. But never in the school program. It's never the school's oh, team. Oh, right. They you definitely go to exist. The, you go to the program, the yeah. specialized program where they have the... Yeah, yeah they, they, they pull the really, the really talented gymnasts right. out early to give them specialized training. Yeah. Right. yeah. And sexually molest them. And I, I, allegedly. Not allegedly. He's been sued before. I don't know if oh, that's, that's right. right. I don't um, know. He's never it. been sued, so you bring say whatever it. you want. Uh, <laughs> Somebody hasn't ever been sued. On the uh, baby episodes, they, yes. they showed a baby's pee-pee. 
And I was wondering how, what is the age cutoff where you can, where you can stop showing penises on TV here? What is the, (laughs) well, let me check my Canadian. Was that weird? I don't know if that was weird. My Canadian manual. I don't, that I don't know. Does that, I guess, I I guess, does that surprise you that they showed the baby's penis? I think it was. Did that surprise you, Chad? Um, I think it was a visual typo. No, it didn't. Because I, there are different things here. So on the radio, Mm -hmm. um, there are times where like, let's say a rap lyric is, um, I shot this motherfucker in the face, yeah, right? Sure. In America, it would be, I shot this mother beep yeah, in the face. Right. And up here, it's, I beep that motherfucker in the face. Like the violence is what gets beeped, oh. not the language is what I've noticed. And I think that's interesting. So I think a baby's yeah. pee-pee, if you're keeping it real, the grassy next generation style, <laughs> I think you're not just going to blur out a baby's dick because that makes it Japanese porn. <laughs> Um, I love, I love, I think that bit is hilarious, but uh, the music, uh, there's no swears. So you're right about the violence, but there's also, they also, Oh, I've heard the swears. Oh, interesting. So I guess it depends on where you're traveling. Sure. So certainly here. And then I think, again, from my experience, having been on a show where we were making jokes about pop culture Mm -hmm. and where are, we were constantly using the daily show as a comparison. There are different, uh, laws with regards to sure. slander and libel, different definitions between the two countries. Uh-huh. And they were much more rigid about the things you could show visually. You couldn't alter an image in the way that you can in in the States to make fun of it. Right? Oh. So there were different... Yeah. I, and I don't know if that has well, anything well, to do with you it. You said you hadn't been sued, but you did a pop culture talk show. Right. You've almost certainly been sued. Well, no, but because you you know, you run your script past a legal department and they would come back and they'd say, well, you can't, you can't make this joke about hmm. the drugs. And, you know, you'd push back as, as hard as you could and you'd use, you know, constantly we were saying, but it, that... It, think about this show on late night or yeah you know on any american counterpart and they'd say well you can't use that as the standard and then again different in in britain as well so but if you're doing a morning show yeah. uh called heather and the round guy in west des moines <laughs> iowa sure let's say for example uh, they do not run anything by legal no <laughs> they encourage you to keep telling a story that they know is slander oh, no mm-hmm. you get sued and then they get mad at you when they get fired but guess what yeah Fuck Heather and the round guy. Both of them? Both. Wow. Actually, that's I, not fair. Not Heather. <laughs> I'm being serious. <laughs> I was, I was because, hoping you'd pick one of these. Because round guy was the guy that kept encouraging me to tell the story. And then afterwards, <sighs> we were all laughing. Wait, so it's, it's, but it was not a true story. It was absolutely true. But I got sued, but I... Right, so you, you still, you didn't lose. So I lost uh, like 30 grand in legal fees over three oh. years. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's a lot. But it's you, like someone poked a hole in my bank account and it's it just... just Leak, 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 leak. Oh, jeez. Wow. But if it's true, right, that is a d- legal defense for slander. It, it, you can't... Correct, but you can't can countersue in Iowa unless it's like uh, a, a, a certain amount of frivolous or something. Yeah. It, it was pretty bananas. We don't have to talk about it now. But no, that was great. Wow. That was... Re- oh, man, that's a crazy story. Yeah, I want to hear the story. Definitely I, fuck the I round guy. I don't want to derail. That's... <laughs> man. Wow. I... Yeah. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> uh, tell me about it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, I, we say some reckless things, so I guess I should just start saying allegedly more often because you've learned. That's, is that's all you have to do? Say allegedly. Yeah. All right. So allegedly. Did you guys? Uh, <laughs> we're gonna wrap the seg- segment here in a second. Um, but uh, oh, does no one check IDs for credit cards here? Because this no. kid stole his dad's credit card. Yes. Bought forty-seven ties. Right. To go to a wedding. 
Which is more ties than you need. More than you, exactly. That's another yeah. indicator of something. Yeah, yeah, right, right. But but nobody checked his no. ID because it wasn't even the same name. Right. It would have been real hard for him to get away with that. Yep. Not even the same last no, name. No, I didn't know. Well, or that is either, fraud, that's either uh, a rule or just television. <laughs> Right, it's the well. That's what I'm always trying to figure out. Well, it's the same as the I'm getting out of the taxi, and well, didn't you pay that person? I think it's the, it could be a little bit of that. The uh, the other thing was interesting that um, somebody mentioned when I told them we were talking about this. They really wanted us to talk about the technology and how it's changed, and because yeah. uh, like the first episode was about cyber stalking, and the end of the second part of it is a cop carrying her computer down the stairs. Mm-hmm. Because uh, it's got evidence of this guy stalking her. And mm-hmm. he said, when I bring this back, leave it in the living room. Don't bring cyber stalkers into the kid's bedroom. And uh, now it'd be in your pocket. Sure. Like, mm-hmm. that's a weird lesson, I felt like. It was like, the end of this was like, just don't let kids have computers. And I feel like that or cop lost com- that battle. Or the key- or keep the computers. You, know, you don't have it in your room. Do your kids your have phones? My kid does. 11-year-old. Yeah. Seven-year-old does not. My son has a phone does. and my daughter has an iPad that she can use with internet. And, yeah. and how old is your... I know your She's son's 13. a teenager. Yeah, yeah okay. so my, do- my son's 17. And my daughter has to... Um, at 8 o'clock, her phone gets plugged in downstairs in the living room. And that's... Or not her phone, her iPad, excuse me. So how come she doesn't have a phone? Um, just because it's it's too much. She doesn't need one. No, she doesn't. My daughter was, um, she's a really anxious kid and neither myself or my ex have landlines. So uh, whenever I had my parents over to babysit, I was like essentially entombing Mm -hmm. my family. Nobody, there was no way to get a hold of someone when my parents came over to my place. So. Uh, my partner and I agreed, or my ex uh, agreed that to get her a phone, and it's changed her anxiety level because she feels like we are we sure. are yeah. close. Absolutely. But it opens up this whole other. Can yeah, of Jordan words. might start emailing with them. Jordan well, was the she, name of the yeah, guy. Yes. Right. Sorry. Well, she can. Um, this iPad has service. Oh, I see. Okay. So oh. Uh, she's not allowed to use. She's not allowed to turn on the service unless it's right. imperative. Right. She gets a hold of us. Yeah. So it's it is a, a way for her to get a hold of us for sure. But we, I also live a block away from the ice rink when she's figure skating, or right, she lives right. from the school. And right. It, so you could you could run on foot to go help <laughs> if something bad happened. Sure. With a the camera town. crew, yeah. let's go. I don't know. It's it's bananas. I'm I'm not gonna lie. It is so different from yeah. the the way I grew up, and just knowing that. And, and here's another thing, guys. I, I was thinking about it somehow over the weekend uh, with regards to these shows because I'm still I'm very much struggling with this the new reality that we're living in and how to make sense of you know, where I fit in, in my own work. And I, so I was thinking about my daughter a little bit. Like I grew up watching, we all did, uh, old shows on television. So I did not grow up watching Leave it to Beaver, but I watched those black and white sure. mm-hmm. shows mm-hmm. and Lucy. And so I had this sense of what people, what their lives were like in the past, like in the forties even and the fifties. Mm-hmm. And now with the way that kids consume media, it's always about what's next. They have no understanding they don't they're not watching old episodes of the brady bunch right so they don't know what the 70s were like so they're there is they're they are not rooted to anything and i think part of my daughter's anxiety in particular is that she feels like she's the only one she's going through this for the first time there's no sense of 
people have come through this in different ways, that there was this previous technology, right? If she saw a typewriter, she'd be like, I don't know what this thing is. Yeah. Right? But, I mean, I grew up seeing those phones that stood up mm-hmm. with the earpiece, yeah. and right. I knew that I understood that that was a phone. So, and, and you think that's because she's not watching enough old media? I, I just think that the way media is being consumed, right? Like, she's got a phone, and mm-hmm. what she's watching is kids on YouTube. Playing or video games. Whatever the fuck, yeah. right? I don't know. Like, yeah. that's, in my magical thinking, she's just watching kids on YouTube. But, you know, she's got to have her own private life. I don't sure, 100% yeah. know yeah. what she's watching. I know she's an anxious kid, and she doesn't want to see things she shouldn't, but she's got to yeah all yeah, the time when you, when you it's go down a wormhole you definitely exactly. oh it's, so, so, yeah, it's hard not to right and you know my seven-year-old son is right behind right now he's interested in you know watching people raise tortoises but yeah <laughs> one misclick and well i I've who said knows this, what tortoise is a euphemism <laughs> i've for. said this before on the show but my i think the main thing you have to teach a kid in terms of media literacy is what links they don't want to click on right not because like they're not not just like there's a lot of stuff that seems like it might be appealing that is actually not right. going to be but fun. Then, you're going to wish then, you hadn't. But then you're the one introducing the thing that they hadn't occurred to them. Right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know how to teach it. I mean, I had to. I learned by clicking on things and being like, oh no. Yeah. Oh, Vera, uh, that concept is so interesting to me. Right? Isn't it? For, that, the watching the old shows because they they must look at us, and I never thought of this as a dad. They must look at us as just these aliens. Yeah. It, that's so interesting. Right. I'm gonna really yeah that, that they didn't over. Have, right because I, I I didn't think about it, but uh, until like I said the, until it was starting to really sink in this weekend. But I do remember uh, a few years ago it was Maroon Five had that song "Moves Like Jagger." My daughter yeah. was a little bit younger, and I said we she really liked the song, and I said, but you need to know who they're talking about because sure. it's a fun song, and this and that was the way to introduce Mick Jagger. But I would have known who Jagger was at sure, the age absolutely. that she is, but that's because the music was still current. Right. How would they possibly just, know? It, it's just an overload. You can't, you can't see everything. There's right. too much but content. It's all, but the, and, and it's always about what's next. They don't care right. about what's in the past. Right. And the way, we, the way we consume media was about seeing the backlog because it was stored in the media that we were looking at, yeah. right? On television, you while you were waiting for your new current show, right. you watched whatever the old shit like the was. The Andy Griffith show, and yeah. you're like, that's why in my the dad's reruns. a dick. Exactly. And it makes sense. Right. No, no, I mean, I was yeah. trying to be funny, but I was really yeah. being serious. Like that, Pretty much. When you, when you get to watch that, it gives you a sense of the past and kind of just connects things. Right. Well, for me, it was uh, the Flintstones. It was like, well, I, mm. now I understand sexism better because that's bananas right right she's not allowed to do anything unless he gives her permission mm-hmm. i wasn't uh, first second or third wave well i guess i'm third wave feminist but i do remember watching thinking that's stupid why would a woman like why would the husband decide anything same with lucy yeah right and now if i sat down and watched that with my kids it would break her mind yeah for sure I don't. I Sorry, feel, we have totally taken no, over. This is it's great. This is really interesting. I, I guess I feel I'm a little bit younger than you guys, and I feel like um, I don't know if there's any show I could have watched that would not have would, that would have changed my mind from the idea that no one has ever gone through what I'm going through before. I felt like that. I think that's like such a part of being a kid that you just know, like. And and there's moments of this when uh, in the show when they were talking about um, well, uh, I think it's. Pregnant girl's talking to her mom about this and is like, you don't know what it's like. And she's like, yeah, I was a kid recently. And right. they're like, yeah, it doesn't mean... Like, I feel like that's every kid is like, you don't remember what it's like. 
uh, when now I'm an adult, I'm like, I'm probably going to remember. Uh, but at the time, you just think you're the only person who's ever lived. So you think right. you're the only one who's ever gone through this. There's like, there's no way to frame it as like, or to ground you to anything else. But I think that's someone telling you. But if you, if you saw, if you, um, and as uh, I'm saying, uh, the way we grew up, you, I, I was an only child, so spent a lot of time consuming television that's mm-hmm. really what i did uh and i re- i would find out things like i would make the d- decision by myself i think if someone told me i've gone through this you should listen to me i'd be like well yeah you're not me so obviously i'm not going to make your same stupid mistakes but if i watched an episode of something from the past that that taught the same lesson i'd be like well that makes sense yeah. because it wasn't my parents but i'm talking like right. i watched I'm talking gunsmoke and bonanza like there were lessons on those shows as well like marcus welby and also father's knows best like some really I bad stuff though too you might be getting sure. a lot of really weird ideas sure from that. but i also saw julia was the first you know black woman who was in yeah. the lead of a television show before that i don't think i even knew you know what uh that there that there was such a thing as like a a black nurse when i was a, a kid you know i had saw someone portrayed on television same with the courtship of eddie's father like a single parent that's crazy boy i wish my parents got a divorce because this looks like an amazing <laughs> life <laughs> uh i, I want to wrap this conversation here because i want to go to the next thing really quick get you and also we're freezing and it's very <laughs> cold in this hotel and city <laughs> Snicks haters, and I made myself so easy to love. Yeah, yeah. How much they um, so now we're gonna do uh, our last thing we're gonna do is lightning bonus round. We're going into lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. Here we go. We're gonna finish this show. Uh, so it's a question that I put out to the listeners, and they had some opinions on them. I'm gonna ask you guys as well, and get uh, which is um, I feel like this concept of the very special episode for kids, it doesn't really happen as much for adults. And there's a lot of stuff I don't know about right now. And I would love if there was a show that I liked normally that had a very special episode to help teach me some stuff. Right. So I was wondering if, if there's a thing that you feel like you've gotten through your life and you're like, I never got, I wish there was a very special episode to teach me about like, like a bunch of people on Twitter said taxes. A lot of people would have liked to like where like, no, yeah. Timmy ends up having to pay self-employment tax and he forgot to do yeah, early payments to put would, stuff aside yeah, and that would be amazing is there a way to frame that as a drama that would have helped people learn about ta- taxes and especially like we've all done self-employment taxes uh is there another issue like that that you think would be that you wish you had gotten to learn from television well not like that this is lighter than the last conversation this is lighter because yeah. i was just about to bring it back to oh do it heavy but this Ruin is it. not going to sound like it's coming from someone wearing a concrete sweater <laughs> It's a sweatshirt. <laughs> Chad is wearing a Lakes Concrete Pumping hoodie <laughs> that right. is not only suggesting he has preferences between different concrete pumping companies, but also right. he's got the phone number on there, so he never forgets. He can That's call right. him at any moment. <laughs> well, I had some dental work done by these guys, <laughs> allegedly. Really? Uh, it was a really good callback. I just want to sit in it for a minute I more. I, uh, I, you know, for me, for I think forgiveness would have been a great episode because I grew up thinking forgiveness um like you were just letting the person off the hook it was like it was for them like if you forgave someone it was for them and i didn't oh, learn until maybe last year that forgiveness is 100 percent for you you're not letting anyone off the hook yeah. you're not losing anything you're just like moving on and not letting it destroy your life anymore yeah 
So that's, that's really interesting. So for me, hearing about that, because you hear about forgiveness, like I went to church a lot. My, my mom's religious, my grandparents were. And so you hear about forgiveness and it was always about like, oh, I, I let you, you did something wrong. I'm letting you off the hook. You're welcome. That's not what it is. It's for the person that's doing the forgiving, I think. Yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, this is when our, our uh, the fact that we're in the, uh, basically the same demographic. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with you. Yeah. I, and I, I grew up feeling the same way. It's very difficult for me to let go because mm-hmm. I think forgiveness is why, sh- then, and so what? They, they don't have There's to, no consequences? they don't have to know that they hurt right. me. Yeah, right. that would be right. a big one. And so mine is, is on the, definitely the same tangent. It's, it's empathy, but empathy that, that comes from um, not having to have experienced it. Like a lot, of, I have a lot of resentment about, uh, and you find this uh, typically about Republican politicians. Well, it wasn't until I had a gay son, or it wasn't until right. I had a trans daughter. That's what it took yeah. for you to have compassion. Was that you had to actually go through it yourself? Right. So for me, it would be: Is it possible? I mean, well, like we, you, we can see that we're. Um, I don't understand why it's not taught at an early age. Like, why isn't it something that's like an emotional intelligence taught yeah, in, mm-hmm. in kindergarten? I mean, they try, but it's not enough. It's not effective enough, in my opinion. And I mean, and then why? So then why not make it, uh, put it onto technology? We are, people now have the little Fitbits, mm-hmm. right? If there was a similar thing. It was like for how empathy, much you've understood. Right? Like, sure. Yes, how much you've been able to put yourself into someone else's place. That's a lot harder to measure with an accelerometer, but I, I think and, it's important. You know, you know to, to comment on that, I think yeah. that uh, there are, I mean, you, you look who got elected in America, yeah. and you think that these are people that, that send their children to school to get away from them from eight hours a day yeah. to learn math and science, right. but don't you dare... Tell them how to think about anything else, yeah. homosexuality, right. race, anything, because that's my job as the parent to download my bullshit into them. Right, right. But then, then it, it, but it doubles down on this idea that um, people just get to rage about with this with their unchecked emotional issues. Right. No, no. And, I'm not saying it's right. right. I know. I'm just saying I think that's why they don't. Right. I, and I agree. But then. But it, that's the gift that keeps on giving, right? You've got these, this generation before us who would like denounce therapy and think that anyone who sought therapy was crazy. And it's like the gift that keeps on giving because then that, they just pass that on and then we just, we unintentionally pass it right, on. And then, right. so all of the decisions you make are based on some scarcity yes. issue, yeah. <laughs> some emotional needs. So that, yes, there, that's the so episode. Special like issue, uh, special episode of scarcity. I also want to say uh, regarding forgiveness, mm-hmm. forgiving yourself also seems like something yeah. that people struggle with because they yeah. say like, well, I hurt, I hurt so-and-so, so I don't get to forgive myself until they're totally okay with it. That's also a crock of shit because how else do you move on? You can't just waste the last 40 years of your life because you fucked up and somebody got hurt. So I'm just, yeah, I think uh, forgiveness and empathy would be two pretty good ones. Those are great. And I agree with you guys, but I'm going to sound like a sociopath here because I'm going to now... Because of the way the segment works, talk about some real dumb shit. 
Sure. Uh, so here's right. some things that people this submitted is, on Twitter I, like, about this. This you, is great. Have you ever talked to comedians and it's has it ever not gone to this place? <laughs> I I mean I this is like, we they, they we're supposed to be you know, sometimes trading it's lighter in comedy, than this, but, but sometimes oh, really? it's not. I like I like it both ways. Um, so we're thoughtful people. You are, and I think that's. I mean, I'm just gonna breeze through a couple of these because sure. I don't want to because I feel stupid I feel like like maybe I'm letting you guys down by not you having are a little of, bit. A, a, <laughs> what happens when you let a millennial Uh, Tasha on Facebook uh, would like a very special episode about how much syrup to put on waffles which I get because it's so easy to go overboard it's going to be forgiveness and then syrup yeah it's easy to get too much and there's a that's the kid thing that you think the more like syrup is good so an infinite amount of syrup is good and I think you're wrong there's a it's a balance and that's how you don't learn well you've seen how I eat pancakes (sighs) okay so here's how Chad eats pancakes Jesus he first of all 42 (laughs) orders chocolate chip pancakes uh, number two, he takes the stack of pancakes, he drills a square well in the middle of it, excavates the pancake from that well, mm. and then pours syrup in there uh, full up to the top pancake line. Mm-hmm. Which, wow. now, is Does that just to spread con- out? Is that to contain it so it doesn't spread? Is that it's, the main goal? It's to contain it, but it also then... It's got to seep in. It does. If the pancake is made right. It seeps in, yes. Yeah. Right. So then what you're doing, instead of using... Too much pancake and ha- or too much syrup and having a plate full of syrup at the right. end. Right. You basically oh, you're and, controlling, and, and it. that also controlling what you eat too. Because once you get, once you're out of pancake that yeah. has absorbed the syrup, you're right. done eating. Right. So normally you leave a couple of rings. I see. Of pancake. Yes. yes. Uh, wow. Yeah. You didn't. You didn't to completely demolish that thing. You kept the. That's got to be structural the weirdest. integrity of the well. I, I guarantee your plate being brought back into the kitchen is like, guys, <laughs> look this at this. This guy's dealing with some shit. Well, I could use a little fucking empathy here. You know what? Too bad we didn't have a Some, special episode. Somebody needs to forgive himself. <laughs> Bridget wants a uh, very special episode about uh, how the public's preference for thinner and uh, more energy intensive smartphones is robbing us all of battery life. So that's a big issue. Right. All right. Uh, so are only white people listening to the show? Because these are very special white people problems. Um, we need more kale. Uh, Tim says the secret shame of tall people who cannot dunk. So that's sort of like empathy, right? Is understanding that uh, different people have different skill sets. And it's true. You not every put lanky down person. We've worked with lanky people. In We've been weekend. working with a lanky person who puts himself into a suitcase. I don't know if he could dunk, <laughs> but he's... I guarantee he cannot. Put himself in a suitcase? And dunk. Oh, dunk. No, I for like, sure you cannot dunk. Well, because you were there when he put himself the in the suitcase. I did. Uh, he goes through the toilet seat, and then he goes through a picture frame, and then he ends his set by climbing do into a suitcase guys, and zipping it around himself. This is so selfish, but is do you, is there a way to follow this man? Because it was a bit of a struggle. You weren't there yesterday, so she finished. He, we're doing the tag team introduction, okay. right? So okay. I do comedy, introduce him. He puts himself into a suitcase. And then from the suitcase introduces her to come back and do comedy. Lowers the mic. I lower the mic into the into the suitcase for him. So from within the suitcase, I hear and now please welcome Elvira Kurt. But it it's still the fact that he's just spent <laughs> ten minutes. You know. By the way, I should say I think his act is terrific. I think he's very I enjoyable. I thought we're talking about Jonathan Burns. Jonathan Burns. It yeah. was amazing. How can you not love this guy? It's so inter- it's delightful, yeah, but it I is weird. So in, it is weird to follow that with jokes. Yeah, it's weird to follow with jokes. I mean, I followed that at uh, the uh, restaurant in Burlington. And okay. it was it actually was kind of fine because I feel like 
uh, I just looked embarrassed uh, about <laughs> not being that. And also, I talk about how I am inflexible and lazy. And I so see. it was a nice, oh, it was that's just like, nice. Yeah. he can fold himself right, into the that. Part. I hurt from a nap. Right. And so it's just a nice transition, I thought it was. <laughs> right. Uh, let's see. Let me do a couple more okay. of these really quick for people. Uh, Neil said erectile dysfunction, which I feel like uh, would have been a very strange episode of Trigrassi. Um I, I know you meant for adults, and I said adult problems, but I, I really like the idea that one of the kids is like, you know, I know if I've got a condom on or not, but I just can't get it up. <laughs> <laughs> Too far? Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, a lot of taxes and, and mortgages and annualized monthly interest. I get it. It's really difficult. I did see a oh. tweet while you're looking. Yeah. I did see a, a tweet about uh, somebody said something like... Um, Sure glad they taught me about uh, rhombuses in geometry <laughs> instead of taxes. Yeah. Because uh, I'll get a lot of use out of that during this year's rhombus season. <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember who tweeted it, but it That's made me good. laugh really hard. It's so accurate. The right, last thing I'll do true. then here is uh, I'll, read, uh, I'll read this one because it is serious. Rhombus And it'll give you a chance yes. to be a little more serious. Um, this is from your mom on Twitter, which is um, takes away from the seriousness of the issue. But uh, I wish there was a very special episode about being asexual, demisexual, etc., or just not being super into love and sex because it makes us feel super weird that every single special episode is about love and sex in some way. Your wow. take, Chad. Wow. I don't, I don't know if I have one. Let me just start by saying... Allegedly. <laughs> See where this goes. I mean, I think that's a, that is inept, that that's a, that does seem like a topic that might come up in the new one. Yeah, I guess so. Right. I mean, it, I mean, if you want to see yourself reflected, then you do have to go along the spectrum. So you never run out of topics. But yeah. There's always mm-hmm. some group that you're leaving out. Right. Like if you if you're if you um, drop uh, gender binary and then you're more inclusive, then you're still leaving out some group. And I can yeah. see that asexuals would want to be acknowledged. Well, the only person I've ever seen it mention it. Sorry to interrupt chat mm-hmm. is Paula Poundstone talked about being asexual. I remember mm-hmm. sitting in the uh i was on, uh, on the same show and i was like i wonder where this is gonna go and it was fa- it was fascinating as i've never it's not my experience so right. i have a lot of empathy for it yeah right but, well uh, so that's what it feels like maybe then the answer to that is the very special episode that is about like and i'm sorry to still not let you go chat right um, chat is eventually you'll you, you're you'll be next but is that uh <laughs> is that it's about um incorporating new information right. that's what i feel like is the lesson right now to teach which is about like it's it doesn't have to be that you understand every group and you understand how everything yeah. everybody's feeling it's your job when someone gives you new information to take that in and have that allow that to affect your worldview agreed sure um i also Chad. will say that i think there needs to be a um like not everyone's gonna get it right away mm-hmm. so so both sides need to have empathy and yeah. I know that sounds maybe not it great. It sounds a little all lives matter of you. No, 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 no. What no, I'm saying is... No, I hear it completely the way it's intended. Well, I hope. Well, you don't have to brag about that. <laughs> but but I'm, I'm saying like this. Like, uh, let's say I say, uh, excuse me, sir. Mm-hmm. And somebody goes, well, I identify as a woman. Right. And I go, okay. Or no, no, no. Let's say it's more aggressive than that because that person has been putting up with shit. Right. right. And they're just finally like, I fucking identify as a woman. Like that. Yeah. Reacts like that. And then you're like... Okay, well, I I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm just saying, like, if the if every act gets treated on an individual basis, 
Right. right. I think it would be great. And I, I do think that if you want to do like the asexual episode and you're, you're saying you're always going to leave out groups. Right. What I was going to say is then empathy is the best special episode to have yeah. because you're not pointing out any groups. You're pointing out a way to live together with all groups. I agree. I think it's like yeah. take, if you can take the emotion out of it, right? Somebody uh, having something. So making space for uh, someone who identifies as asexual does not actually take anything away from me and i think right. that no. what we've yeah. that what we're talking about is like with the forgiveness and the reluctance to let go is mm. this idea that when your motivation comes from an emotional place well if i acknowledge something you then it means something less from me yeah. when that that's not actually the case and i think no. that's real i find that it's Today in the uh, political action I was yeah. doing, it was this idea that you uh, that uh, that acknowledging that it's difficult for someone else means something less for me, and that totally agree. And, and so it's this complexity, which is why I didn't think it was all lives matter. In fact, what I thought you were saying was both things can be true. I cannot sure. know who how you identify, and you could also be really frustrated that you put up with the shit on a daily basis. Yeah. Both things yes. are true. There's, and I think that's that's the reality about everything. Right. That, that that there's no... It's okay that there's no answer. Like, it doesn't have to be definitive. Yeah. There's just, no mountaintop. I right. think I think a lot of things get treated like there's a mountaintop. Right. Where if you... It's a lot of like, uh, I'll help you from here instead of a hand saying, come up here. Right. Because people treat it like there's so much room on this tip of the mountain when it right. isn't. It's just this huge level right. where everyone should be like, come up here, come yeah. up right. here. Except for Everest, which... It's a very like, pointy mountain. Still, exactly. They do. There I'm is glad a, you said that. Right. Because that <laughs> could have been a lawsuit. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> there's no mountaintop, allegedly. I mean, still there's Everest. There's dead uh, bodies on the way up. So that, let's, that'll wrap up. Lightning bonus run there. So if you guys want to play along next week, remember, you can always make them way more serious than we expect. Uh, <laughs> no, no. Stay with the syrup. <laughs> Facebook.com slash read and weep on Twitter at read underscore weep. And uh, you can join the mailing list at read-weep.com. All right. So before we go, last nice thing you're going to say about it. One more minor comment. We're going to go in reverse order, so I'll, I'll have Elvira go last. So, Chad, you're up first. What's well, one more compliment to Degrassi TNG? I enjoyed during the episode where the, the teens found out they were pregnant, mm -hmm. and they were reading the what to expect when you're expecting, mm -hmm. and how real the moment was, but it kind of got lost when the, when the father-to-be hands her back the book and says, I just can't believe how huge you're going to get it. <laughs> And I don't mean that as a dig. I think that's exactly what a teenage boy would say. I yeah. live with one, and I could hear it coming out of my son's face. It was because a, yeah, that guy was a weird, his reaction to the whole thing was like part of the fun of that episode was that he was like, when she's like, look, bad news, I'm pregnant. And he was like, I'm so stoked to have a family finally. It was not, oh, right. not where yeah, I was expecting he didn't, yeah, he didn't. He didn't have a family, so it was just them. But I think um, if he would have said that, you know, before, then yeah. there would never have been a pregnancy. Yeah. Because you'd have just been like, no, no, my pants stay on. Not with you. Yeah. That's, that's, that's horrible. <laughs> my favorite thing about these three episodes, that we, or these six episodes, I guess, that I watched was uh, gymnastics in slow motion. I like slow-mo in any... It was just... It was yeah. Really, there were, Did you it never was, watch it at the Olympics? I have. I okay. just... It was nice of them to include a tiny bit of the Olympics right. in this television All show. Right. It's just like... Uh, I, I did gymnastics in high school. Did you really? Yeah. Um, I did gymnastics much earlier than that, and I stopped after three stars on my... 
uh, wristbands. But um, I would, I, I, I think men's gymnastics is brutal. It looks like torture. The, 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 the way I got the where I was, we did not quite get to the trampoline, okay. which looked like the fun part. Pole vault, like these things seem not a gymnastics brutal. thing, yeah. but I. The rings. The rings are insane. pole vault. Right? I think. So it's yeah. so not the pole vault. The, the, uh, um, the, the there is a vault, yeah, and the pommel horse. The pommel, the um, yeah. the bar is what I was uneven thinking. parallel oh, bars, yeah. but not the uneven no, parallel. No, it's just the bar. single bar. Yeah, yeah okay. For the one that you just twirl on. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean pole vault. No, no, that's fine. I when the gym that I went to as a kid, with little kids' gym, there was like the place where you could go trampoline into the cheese pit. Sure. And that seemed worth, and I was never big enough. I didn't stick so with it longer. Four stars. Yeah, you had to get at least four stars to be allowed. <laughs> Did the they say it pit. like this? You will need four stars. <laughs> Before you jump on this trampoline, it was it was a uh, it was definitely a strong German influence in that gymnastics. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. Um, Chad, uh, you are right. Right. It's your turn. Minor compliment. I know you went German, but I think you meant Eastern European. So it would have been anything Polish <laughs> or Hungarian. Just saying. I mean, the Germans weren't bad, but there's nothing compared to the Poles. Or the I, yeah, I misunderstood. Um, I think my. F- uh, no, I, I don't. It's not that I think. This is unequivocal. Yeah, have, a, have some My confidence. My favorite thing about Degrassi TNG is that it has started a dialogue. We just spent an hour <laughs> with two, two guys. I don't Almost really know. I shared, I shared shit with you guys. I haven't told my lover. Yeah. Like it's, I've just gotten intimate with you and I would not have gotten here without Degrassi. And I think that that's like the, the intimacy greatest was partially just to keep warm contribution. Well, and that. the great thing about that is she's never going to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> because have, this is capped at 11 listeners. Diamond listens. Your lover great. listens. Right. We have a fair number of people listening. <laughs> That is it for our show. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We're going to be back again next week. Next week, we're talking about 1984. Oh, so we're not here for that show. You're going to be returning to your homes. <laughs> I cool. Think. Got the grassy. Right. Yeah. Nice. Uh, 382. We're, we're just talking. It's, it was a good year. So we're just going to talk about good things that came out of the year 1984. Uh, like me. Oh. what? Wait. So we know March 2nd, 1972. Mm-hmm. So when is your birthday? September. September. It used to be a Virgo. Now I might be a Leo, depending on if you follow the new charts. What's when? When did the charts change? Like uh, October, November last year, N- NASA came out and was like, "We miscalculated, and all the stars what? are." What? You didn't see this? No. It is sort of like. Um, was it part of Hidden Figures? <laughs> it was one of the subplot. It was the B story in Hidden Figures. Was you're a Leo now? <laughs> I was really excited about it because I hate the Virgo is just feels like one of the shittier signs. It is one of the shittier signs. And then Leo Leo's, seems awesome, so I've been really upgraded. Leo's, Leo's pretty great. Um, so that's next week. I need for I'm sure we'll have a very lighthearted lightning bonus round about that. Um, all right, shout out to all the Sagittarians who didn't get mentioned today. Sorry, Sag Sagis. <laughs> um, follow Ovira at L to the V. L to the V. E L, L to, to the V E E. LV <laughs> and ch- at Chan Daniels 34 on Twitter. Chan. Allegedly. Allegedly on Twitter. <laughs> also, uh, Footprints on the Moon, your new CD. Your yeah. new record, which came Amazing. out, which uh, topped the iTunes comedy charts. Um, sure. and, and Chad, having worked with you in Burlington, not that it's any great measure, it was amazing 
you you, mm. you just smashed it. It was fantastic. I well, was thanks so a lot. Grateful yeah. to get to see you. Yeah, well, thank it was you fantastic. Very much. I a true it. professional. And Alex, still last night at in uh, at the registry in the part of town that no one's in, you killed it. They loved you. I did you not feel you? Well, felt I it, had right? a great show. I thought yeah, it was so fun. I was like, oh, they're so easy. And, and then Fuego. Phil came off and was like, they were a nightmare. Yeah, no. He and so then I felt like face. maybe that was me. Yeah. Um, don't well, tell me I'm in a fanboy a little. Bit. I watched uh, your Comedy Central special. Oh. Uh, the the day it aired. You were looking at me when you said fanboy, and I was oh, getting ready to deal sorry. with compliments, <laughs> but I, now I don't have to. I'm off the hook. <laughs> the day it aired. Mm-hmm. And you did this. I loved it. Oh, and you, yeah. um, you kind. sat down like you squatted, yeah. where you put your arms around your knees. I can't do it, or mm. I would do it for you. Right. Like almost like you sit on your heels, which is super flexible. But you did that the first night I saw you in Portland, and, and, and I went, oh, "It's really her." <laughs> I did, and I loved it. So I just wanted to tell you that. Yeah, you both have Comedy Central specials that people could check out as well. But I sure, new, the new. Record. What I need is a suitcase. Then, if I can make myself that, yeah, suitcase. you are about to you could suitcase size. <laughs> Finally, you could end the set the way it's always meant to be ended. All right. Anyway, as my own carry-on. So check out both of them, and we'll be back next week with more podcasts. Alex, you're funny. You're the best. <laughs>